Kirill Kaprizov was ejected, and the Minnesota Wild come up short 1-0 against the Los Angeles Kings. We break things down on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Welcome to tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. The Minnesota Wilds come up short by a 1-0 score to the Los Angeles Kings and fall to 5-6-1 on the season. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg, breaking things down tonight. And Kevin, we saw the return of Jordan Greenway, which helped the defense out. The penalty kill was good tonight. Marc-Andre Fleury was good tonight. Offense just couldn't really get anything uh, anything going. So let's let's start with the offense. It just it seems like the team is just they're struggling to sustain zone presence here over the last few games. We saw the shutout against the Kraken, and uh, we saw some more of the same here uh, against the Kings tonight. Yeah, no one's going to feel sorry for the Wild, and none of those guys are going to make excuses. But you're still missing some key ingredients up front. You mentioned they got Jordan Greenway back; that helps. You're still missing Marcus Foligno. You're still missing Ryan Hartman and his 30 plus goals from last year. And I, I think you're still missing a guy like Brandon Duhame who brings energy, speed, and some skill along with that grit every single night. So they've got to figure out a way to manufacture offense because a bulk of these guys are not going to be back in the near future. And maybe Marcus Foligno gets back by the end of this trip. But the bottom line is uh, until they got down a goal in this game in the last four or five minutes, they didn't play a lot of desperation on the offensive end. They did some good things tonight. Uh, I love the penalty kill, but, you're not going to win a lot of hockey games generating uh, the the lack of chances they have in the last two games. Let's talk about the uh, Kirill Kaprizov penalty and uh, you know whether or not it should have been a uh, a match penalty that ended up in him being removed from the game uh, is one thing. But at the end of the day, kind of the stance that I had is Drew Doughty was doing what he's supposed to do is to get under the skin of the other team's best player. And whether or not uh, Kirill Kaprizov started it, you just you can't be the guy in that situation to finish it uh, and put yourself in that situation. Yeah, I'll say this right off the hop. You, if you're Kirill Kaprizov, you got frustrated, he got the best of you, and you lost this battle. And it was a dangerous play. I don't agree with it being a match penalty. I'm okay with it being a five-minute major when you swing and you've got both hands on the stick and you hit a guy in the face. I'm okay with that. If you watch the entire clip, however – Drew Doughty cross-checked him in the back twice, pushed him to the ground. He did not have the puck at that time, and that led to that frustration. Still, it's on Kirill Kaprizov, and uh, I think he'll have to learn from this uh, the hard way. I don't think there'll be a suspension. I would expect him to be back on the ice tomorrow in Anaheim. Uh, I think in the end, the five-minute major was warranted. I don't think the match penalty was. I disagree with that on the review, and I think if you watch the whole clip, you understand this is not the first time this has happened. I mean, Drew Doughty is excellent at his craft, and he goaded him big time tonight. Uh, let's look at some of the things that uh, that we liked. I mentioned Jordan Greenway's return. What did you think of his game overall? It's it seemed like he did a lot of what you would expect, but it just it felt like he gave a lift, especially defensively, to the team tonight. Well, Jordan Greenway's great in the penalty kill, and if you're going to be aggressive like the Wild want to be this year on the PK and you're moving guys the way they are, you have to have that middle part of the rink taken away, and his reach is such an asset in that situation. He blocked multiple shots down a man. 
So I think he gave that PK unit a real shot in the arm. I think he got a little tired as the game went on because you can do whatever you want when you're waiting in the wings, but game conditioning is still game conditioning. And I think in the third period, his legs got a little bit heavy, but yet, uh, you know, again, uh, give him credit. I think he did go out there and do some really good things for this hockey team. And it'll be nice to have him back on a regular basis. They have missed him. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, real sharp in this one tonight, and he needed to be because the Kings were controlling the pace offensively. And, you know, you, you want when your team is is struggling to do things offensively, you want your goalie to take the lead. And he's had no trouble doing that even when the offense was clicking uh, a few games ago. Yeah, I'll say this. And I think, you know, Wild fans right now are probably a little down and they've lost back-to-back shutout style. They're below 500. We're into November. But if Marc-Andre Fleury is going to be the guy we've seen for a bulk of this season, take out the early stretch where he was brutal the first couple starts, if this is the guy we're going to have all season long, I'm going to tell you right here and right now, this is a playoff team. This is a team that will be in the Western Conference mix. And I've loved what I've seen from the flower. He was unbelievably good tonight. And for the most part, after those first two starts of the season, he's been excellent. And so that gives the, I think me, and I think it should give this team some confidence that they can rely on him on a nightly basis. And I think it's going to be a huge asset for the Minnesota wild. When you look at the big picture, Minnesota wild fall tonight, one zero to the Los Angeles Kings. We'll take a look at what is to come tomorrow night against the Anaheim ducks. And we'll discuss a few more things as we continue today's Locked on Wild postcast. After this, a word from our sponsors. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you're going to want to take a listen because Locked on Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. Whether you are a first-time home buyer trying to set the stage for a home built on security or a long-time homeowner looking to upgrade yours, Simply Safe can do that for you. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. To capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Minnesota Wild falling by a score of 1-0 to the Los Angeles Kings. We continue our Lockdown Wild postcast. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. Kevin, at this point, do the Wild need to do anything differently in terms of, of line combos or anything along those lines uh, to try to get this offense going? Or is it more so just trying to clean up some things whether it be passes or even zone entries, just to try to get things going. I'm not sure you need to shuffle the deck. I mean, if they get Kirill Kaprizov back tomorrow, it'll be a huge shot in the arm because they were pretty disjointed there the second half of the game without him, and he is their best player, and that's really not to be disputed. You know, I think if you look at this pragmatically, you're playing a Los Angeles Kings team that's, I think, a better team 
than the team they're going to face tomorrow night in Anaheim. And so second of a back-to-back after not playing for four days, I would expect them to be, expect them to be a little more sharp. Uh, and I thought you're right. The zone entries were a problem. And then the dump-ins, if you're going to be forced to dump the puck in, you've got to have players with speed that can go down there and disrupt the defenseman. And they didn't do a good enough job of that. I thought it was, for the most part, way too easy for L.A. to get out of the zone. I think part of it is when you take that many penalties early in the hockey game, and the Wild took a bunch, uh, and they were killing off, you know, multiple penalties in the first period. Matt Zuccarello, very atypical of him to take a couple of those silly penalties in the neutral zone and the offensive zone. You kind of get back on your heels. It kind of takes you out of your game. And so I, I'm going to expect a much better effort from Minnesota. I saw enough good things tonight, especially from that blue line. to think they can generate a few more looks. And against Anaheim, uh, this is a team you should be able to score on, play with a lead, and, and get two points because I got news for you. That game on Friday – in Seattle is a problem. They're playing terrific hockey tonight. They shellacked a uh, Nashville team who was never really in it this evening. So the Wild better uh, find a way to get two points tomorrow, use that day off in between, and come ready to go in Seattle. And I think if you can go 2-1 and on this road trip, uh, you'd have to call it a success, but they've got work to do. Uh, I would imagine it'll be Philip Gustafson uh, against the Ducks with Fleury uh, getting the start against the Kings. And uh, Gustafson... Uh, did well in his last start against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, what, what do we expect to see from Gustafson um, against this Anaheim team? Well, the hope is you see exactly what you saw in Detroit. You know, he hadn't played in 11 or 12 days. He's going to face a similar layoff this time around, and, and he was really sharp in that game. For him, it's a little different than Marc-Andre Fleury. He doesn't have the athletic ability that the flower has, so he's got to be – more of a station-to-station goal. He's got to be fundamentally strong. And for him, he's got to get out of his net, use his size, and control rebounds. When he controls rebounds, he's an effective goaltender. When he gives those second looks back to the slot, he's in a lot of trouble because he doesn't have the recovery skills that Marc-Andre Fleury has. I've liked what I've seen. His game's trending in the right direction. I worry about the layoff. And so those first 10 minutes for him, if he does indeed get the start tomorrow, are going to be extra critical. Um, just talking as well about uh, the likes of Trevor Zegras and Troy Terry, um, how big is it that uh, Jonas Brodeen has uh, really started to pick up his performance with a couple of uh, young guys with speed that he is going to be asked to try to slow down once again? Yeah, the Ducks are very creative with some of those players you mentioned. And so Brodeen's speed, Spurgeon's speed. I loved the way Johnny Merrill played tonight. I thought their blue line front to back was pretty darn good tonight. But that's the one area Anaheim can beat. And I think Dean Everson and his coaching staff, uh, when they talk to the club and they make their adjustments moving into tomorrow night's game, you've got to stay out of the penalty box. Five on five, you're a better hockey team than Anaheim. You go out and take a bunch of penalties and end up with double-digit minutes shorthanded, which they did tonight. That's how Anaheim can beat you. And I think Minnesota's got to be a much, much smarter team Come out, be the aggressor, play with some desperation. I think they're going to be a cranky bunch after getting shut out again. I think they're going to be a focused bunch, get a lead, take some pressure off that goaltender, and stay out of the penalty box. I thought tonight that really disrupted what flow they might have had early in this hockey game. The Wild will try to get back into the win column tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks, and uh, that will do it for today's Locked on Wild postcast. Minnesota Wild again falling one nothing tonight to the Los Angeles Kings. Kevin, thanks for uh, the time once again here on uh, tonight's postcast. Lockdown Wild listeners, make sure you tune into this episode and tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Wild, breaking it all down. 
And uh, we will keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.